tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Muppets fans! Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's The Muppets After Show! We're here to talk about episodes 15 and 16, the season finale of The Muppets on ABC. Uh, generally inhospitable, and because love. Uh, Alright, I mean, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. I just want to get right into it. I'm excited to talk about does, does pig symbol love ho- frog symbol uh, with a kissy... Face emoji. <laughs> and a diamond. And a diamond. But who kissy face emojis lightly? That's <laughs> that's a like, serious emoji. Literally, like you have to go to like five there different pages. There is literally pages to no find such thing as a serious face. emoji. I disagree, Katie. Mm. There yeah. poop, are, the emojis can change the, the world. The kissy face one. Yes, I'm sure the smiling favorites. poop emoji has changed many people's lives. I mean, me plus you equals poo. That's a breakup symbol, that's a breakup text right there. Guarantee you somebody's gotten that text. <laughs> that person is better off. And I'm sorry, guys. All right. Uh, let's introduce our food poisoning. I don't know. <laughs> let's introduce ourselves. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Tweet me throughout the week, throughout the show. At that Zach Wilson. Autumn Chickless is here. Hello, I am here. I am Autumn Chickless. You can find me all over the internet on Twitter and Instagram at Autumn Chickless. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F. M-A-N-N. Hi, all my buddies. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me at Kiaget. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We are checking the live chat and the hashtag ABTV Muppets. All right, guys. I mean, I just want to, like, right off the bat, I want to get your thoughts. This was the the series, not series, season finale of The Muppets. Um, What do you guys think? Uh, What did you you think of these two episodes? The first one was better than the Mm -hmm. second one. I liked 15 a lot. Yeah, 15 was a ton of fun. And mm-hmm. then 16 was just kind of like, we are going to push this ship super hard to the expense of everything else. It just... very much, um, I, I'm pretty much in agreement with the last one was pretty um, heavy on the, this is a finale, so we have to tie everything up with a bow really quickly and suddenly. And then um, cliffhanger it. Because rip it off at the last second. Whereas if, I think if 15 were the finale... I kind of would have felt a little better. Yeah. That it's like you're just going to go out with everything happening awesome. And like even if even if like I love you under anesthesia was all we got. And that's how they ended the season. Like I think I would have enjoyed that better. Yeah. And then Kermit talking with Rolf and trying to figure it out and then you know we go into the hypothetical mm. next season. Starting with that. And then we can have a whole season of them trying to figure out, do we want to do this? Yes, no, maybe? Well, what concerns me about that, actually, is the fact that it almost felt like they were worried that if, in case they didn't, they wanted to get Piggy and Kermit back together or potentially or at least get that out in the air that they both loved each other. But regardless, you know I am on Team Love. 
when it comes to Carmen and Piggy. So Are we gonna- I did I did appreciate that they basically gave us like teams and it is like how we've been de- basically how we've yeah. been dividing this panel <laughs> this yeah, year. Exactly. Team love and team friendship. Are you team Piggy or Team Denise? Well I am definitely team love. So uh <laughs> I- in that in that way I was happy, but still I think they they went a little on the nose with certain things, for sure. Yes. Uh, over the course of the episode. What team are you on, Steve? Go. I'm team friendship, not team Denise. Katie. I'm team why did you hijack the episode for this? That's a fair. That's not one. That's a fair team. There's only two teams. I vote independent. (laughs) (laughs) It's Super Tuesday. Of course, throw your vote away. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, I I I, I found myself torn on which team I was going to land on. Because I've been team friendship all season, and I think I still am. For like, for Kermit, I'm like, I'm team love. For the show, I'm team friendship. Bam. Bam. Because yeah, bam. like, if they get together, I mean, that's a different season two, and it's, that's what yeah. you want. You want something different. You don't want mm-hmm. it to be the same. Yeah, I would argue that I, it would be a different season two. And I think there's only so long you can stretch. Will they, won't they? Will yeah. they, won't they? Especially in this context. Because when you look at other shows, they'll stretch the will they, won't they for 10 seasons. Yeah. And you're like, they're going to already. Or they kill them. Mm-hmm. But like, this is <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are too. you still bitter from How I Met Your Mother Don't as well? To me. <laughs> um, <laughs> take that as a yes. No, it's just that, you know, you always get, you can stretch those kinds of things out. But in this case, it is the Muppets. And it also is Kermit and Piggy, and I know I've said this um, quite frequently on this panel, but I do believe that there is something about the Kermit-Piggy thing where they're not going to do, they're not, it has a different existence than a lot of the things that we like to see in television, because Kermit and Piggy are not just these two characters who we've gotten to know separately and like, are they good for each other anymore? Mm. Like, they're they're Muppets and they're a symbol of love to us, and a symbol of a perfect relationship despite their differences since they are, you know, uh, I creation. I sincerely hope they're not a symbol of a perfect relationship well, because, oh not, my God. No, they're not perfect, but real. Yeah, they're the a symbol time. of a functional relationship. A functional relationship, and I mean, not perfect in the sense that they're perfect for each other, but... Wait, are you guys... Did you say functional? No, I'm they're sorry, not functional. I'm sorry, I no, 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 no I meant functional in the <laughs> way that... They are not functional. Perfection isn't human, is what I mean. I was just like, you guys need to go see couples therapists, like immediately. <laughs> oh my God, hey, this is not a perfect relationship. This is not a functional relationship. But this is a severely not... messed up relationship. Well, I... I think we're taking it too seriously in that way, though. Because have like... you seen Deadpool? Have I yes. seen? I have not yet. It's a your crazy matches my crazy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. This is not a solid relationship. So, but okay, I'm not. I'm sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, but here's the thing. I think because when it, in in my life and in reality, if we're talking about relationships. Yeah, you don't want my crazy matches your crazy. You want steady, happy, like very compatible relationships in which you guys, well, you know, have the you same really principles want is and you, stuff. Your crazy complements my crazy. Sure, so but crazy is right different mouth. from yeah. my crazy. Sure, but with the Muppets, I think that we also, ha- I guess, the point that I'm trying to make is we have to remember that they are still Muppets and that they are a representation of a real relationship. So that the adults kind of laugh at them and go, mm-hmm. oh, you know, we're, we're, none of us are perfect. We mm-hmm. get in fights. And they're kind of, you know, they're not 
they're they're still not human beings. And I don't mean that in a like, oh, give them a break. They can, you know, they don't have to flesh out their characters. Mm -hmm. They do. But there is something to be said about what they symbolize and the fact that, yeah, as a relationship, if they were two people, they would not necessarily be the ideal couple for television. But then again... I hate to be this person, but there's a reason that so many people watch The Bachelor as well. Television <laughs> often likes, but I'm not watching it either. But you know what I mean? There, people like to see. People, people don't want to watch the perfect relationship that never anyone, no one ever has a fight unless there's another relationship on the other end of the mm -hmm. spectrum that's in total shambles. Yeah. Because a happy relationship. This is a happy relationship. I guess what I'm trying to say is this is a happy relationship. It's just also we have to remember that it, they're Muppets. They're not. Mm -hmm. You know, there are no stakes here. They are real sense. people, Autumn. <laughs> they are real, and they need our help to figure out their relationship. Goals. I don't know, Zach. Usually real people are beholden to the laws of physics. <laughs> Says you. I think we're getting a little real here, guys. I think They're, you're telling me something. I think I'm we're getting sure the opposite know. of real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, deep yeah. into the realm of fiction. I, I am happy that the two of them will end up getting back together ultimately, which like I said, I kind of always knew they would because I thought that this was more a marketing ploy than anything else. Cause it's the same thing where you can't break up Mickey and Minnie. You can't, you know, there are certain. I, I like the idea and it was, Seth MacFarlane did this, I think two or three years ago where he killed Brian for like four episodes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they just got a new dog. And like he pushed it so far that you were like, I think Brian's just dead. And then, like, eventually Brian came back, but he literally did it to, like, prove to your audience, like, no, sometimes people die. Like, sometimes things change. Yeah. And then we put it back. Yeah, and then we... Because negative I'm, continuity, the show. Because I'm Seth MacFarlane, and I'm God of these characters. Well, also, it's just, like, because we want to. And, like, mm. you don't mess with a dynamic on a TV show. Well, yeah, um, that's, that's the other thing. And I think that we have to, like, keep those kinds of things in mind. And with the Muppets, we have to remember that this extends... And this is what I was trying to articulate earlier, but I was having a rough time. The Muppets, as an entity, extend further than this television series. And so you have to like place it in the greater context of these are these characters to generations of people. So like it's kind of difficult to completely like punch an entire generation mm -hmm. in the face and be like, yours was a lie. <laughs> and even the in most cases, when it comes to normal, like when it comes to like FX or you know any real, real mm -hmm. like television, tele like tough television. I like to see the real. Yeah. But with the Muppets, a family show, I understand them kind of going more for the sentimental. But yeah. I feel like being beholden to the this is this for generate for a couple generations of people. This is this it. It makes them afraid to do anything new. Notice but, how quickly they ousted Denise when they found when they thought the new formula wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And it's not that everything is predicated on this ship. It's that we can't just rehash the same thing over and over and over again. We need something new. That's yes, true. But in, in a lot of ways, I think we talked about this a little bit last week, the show is, like, the Muppets, not just the show, but the Muppets, is, is in a lot of ways... Kermit and Piggy's love story. Yeah. Like, throughout all of the properties. Not not saying that's, like, the focus 100% of the time. But, but it's a constant that, yeah. if you were to change it, part of that world kind of, I don't know. Yeah, and what I will say, as much as I liked the differences that we got at the beginning of the season, and I think this show had a much stronger first half than second... Um, I do. I did like the way that this episode handled their relate their relationship potentially getting 
coming back together mm-hmm. because it did feel so it wasn't it wasn't cheap it wasn't mm. easy they, they could have easily gone down the route of the the morphine induced I love yous and then they spend that second that finale episode in like getting back together mm-hmm. mode and other things get complicated or they like don't get to see each other or whatever it is the hijinks but they're getting back together no it was back and forth on like is this a good idea is it not a good idea which is very real like you may you might make a decision the flip that coin and be like that's the way i feel that's what i want to do and then then something happens five minutes later that makes you completely question what was happening Mm -hmm. and that's kermit Kermit, like he's like yeah this is the right decision and then he's cowering (laughs) in a desk drawer (laughs) <laughs> Which was so funny. Yeah, and I don't blame Piggy for being mad at that. I mean, if I were to find out that the person who I had proclaimed my morphine-induced mm-hmm. love to and returned was hiding from me, I would be very upset. Hashtag morphine-induced love. <laughs> I, I feel like that's already a hashtag. Somewhere. <laughs> I feel guessing. like that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's still a hashtag. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, but I, I, I eventually, I, I did like that. And her Kermit's like, running away was great mm. comedy. Yeah. Um, I loved him diving out the window. That was cute. That was funny. That was cute and that was Muppetsy. And yeah. Like, also, Ralph made it very clear that the coin flip was not was MacGuffin. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it, 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 it meant a lot to Miss Piggy that it was like, what, I was a coin flip? But in reality, the coin flip was just Ralph knew what Kermit wanted. Well, Ralph knew what he was doing, yeah. but Kermit flipped a coin. That's true. That's fair. That is fair, but there is something to be said about... I mean, I always like to flip coins because the minute you flip it, mm-hmm. you immediately go, like, hope it's heads, hope it's tails, yeah. and that's how you kind of know. So uh, I think that was a fun little truth that was planted. Fun little uh mm-hmm. Can we talk truth. about Rolf being back? Yes! Yeah! yeah. That was glorious. Oh, my God, Veterinary Hospital. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Hashtag I, Rolf I, is back. I had not realized how much I'd missed some of the old sketches until it was, <laughs> here it is. Let's well, see, check your reflexes. Not with that. <laughs> reflexes are good. Here's, like, yes. I was, was really, I was really was torn great. on this because I love Rolf. Having Rolf back is amazing. Kermit going to him in the bar was wonderful. And the licensed therapy dog shtick, where he's not an actual licensed (laughs) therapy dog. That is extremely L.A. Oh, man. Uh, It was wonderful. Um, Because that's what Rolf has been, like, since since the beginning. Like, like in the very first Muppet movie. Like, he is, like... He's consoling Kermit about his problems with Miss Piggy. Yep. (laughs) Um, But this episode... These episodes also had... So much, they spent so much time just doing sketches. Like, mm-hmm. ostensibly, just like as part of the show, they just like spend like, they spent probably a third of the episode mm. just in sketches. And I don't need that. Like, the veterinary, like, the hospital thing, like with Rolf, like his line about like, they were getting doing some of the old sketches. I'm like, okay, all right. And then it's just like, this is fine. Like, it's not new, and I liked this show because it was giving me the, my favorite characters in something new. I don't need to rewatch the old things or see, like, uh, occasionally them getting into hijinks, but the fun of this show was, like, the behind the scenes. I don't know. It's, what did you guys think? Did you think that, that showing us so many sketches with, with Beaker and Honeydew, with uh, uh, 
the the musical yeah. guests with like with this, Rolf. Was that too much, or was that this did, felt was, like? Did you like it? This felt like, for lack of a better term, the dump the trash episode. Which <laughs> I'm not saying any of it's trash, but I'm saying in order to have a show within a show, you have a bunch of people writing these Muppets esque sketches that I'm sure a bunch of them just wound up in a pile. That they said one episode, we're gonna have like a sketch episode. That there's only gonna be an A storyline and then a bunch of sketches. And then that's ep- that was episode 15, and I really enjoyed it. And I think if in going with what they've been doing with this show, they retool it again, I wouldn't mind just <laughs> they re- they they renew it for season two, but then completely change everything. I wouldn't mind a Muppets a, sh- a more straightforward Muppets sketch show. Yeah. I honestly thought that was what they were going to do when they said we're bringing the Muppets back on. I'm like, yes, it's an updated Muppet show and it's not going to be Muppets tonight. All right. Wait a minute. (laughs) So I actually think that it worked really well. What with the A plot, with Piggy's insecurities, with the... the, That was kind of a horrifying little (laughs) bit of backstory. Like, I grew up on a farm. Whenever anyone broke a leg, they'd take him away and I'd see him in a butcher shop. Like, okay. Hey, that so got extremely real. Yeah. That got dark real quick, like yeah. zero to sixty. Well, what's fun about that? It was that, funny, but it was just awful. But what's fun about that juxtaposition is you do have that kind of old school Muppets with the sketches and the things that will. I mean, hate to bring it back to that, but like that. If you, if I agree with you, you don't mm-hmm. want to be so safe. That you're ca- trying to make everyone happy, and then you're like completely mm-hmm. way too safe, and you don't actually take any uh, risks. And what I do like about this new Muppets was that it was a lot edgier, and that it went that dark for, you know, the more adult <laughs> audiences. But then what you, I kind of like the idea of satisfying both of those things, where you have those sketches. But I don't, I don't know if it could be sustainable for an entire season is the one thing that I... The sketches? Well, yeah. honestly, that's the thing that the classic Muppet show did. You got to see all the stuff going on mm-hmm. behind the scenes, in the wings, etc., along with what was going on on stage. And that's so true. they always had those bits of that going on. And that's more of what this was. It's sort we of the reverse framing, of that. A little, well, like, we had framing the show around trying to do it out of a hospital room. And so it worked pretty well to show the sketches to show this is what we do when it's a pickup game. We brought mm-hmm. back Veterinary Hospital because we're in a hospital and we didn't <laughs> tell this patient this was happening, so let's roll with it. We brought Willie Nelson actually into the hospital. Mm-hmm. And we had something of a B plot, kind of an A.5 plot well, with Can we Pache? jump into that? Because I think everybody, I think specifically everybody who locked Pache into that closet represented us on this panel. Honestly, so upset with. I thought that Pache was messing with them after that conversation, and that he was going to walk out the door and immediately go in the studio. That was actually the one thing that I had strong opinions against in this episode was that moment where he just comes out and is like, "Yeah, all I've wanted to do my life is work at a sport, the sporting goods with my father." Okay, bye. That's why I thought he was messing with them. That felt really forced to oh, me. Yeah. That felt like, hey, we're not getting a good response on Pache. We gotta oust him now. <laughs> they Gee, like Denise! <laughs> they must listen to this show. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. react incredibly re- quickly. quickly. Well, it sounded like, well, it sounded like there was a draft of this script laying around, and many versions of this script where he said, and he like played them and then walked out to the studio and had had his DJ friend, which should have been Stephanie Tanner. Skrillex. DJ Stephanie Tanner. Well, no, he said female, but oh, I with Skrillex showing up on the Muppet Show. <laughs> that would have be, been dope. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, I mean, it's a uh, 
It, it, Pache, I'm not, I haven't been shy about it, has <laughs> been my least favorite part of this season because mm-hmm. he just represents this, like, he, he was exactly what we thought was going to happen when the network retooled the show. Is like, and the, when you acknowledge that there's retooling going on, like, you have to also not, like, if you're going to do that where, like, mm-hmm. you see the network doing something, mm-hmm. you have to at least a little bit not do that. Because it was basically, he was an excuse. Or be so well, meta. that Yeah. Well, like, that, I would have well, enjoyed him better if he were just incredibly <coughs> meta of, like, yeah, and, like, somebody calls him out on false logic, and he's like, yeah, I don't get it either, bro. Yeah. Like, that, w- that would have at least given him a dimension of... Oh, he's a representation of what they have to do to keep this show on and the he, air. And he absolutely is, but he but they presented it as if he was like a part of the sh- an organic Ooh, yeah. part of the show. Yeah, and that I was where it fell short. They for tried me. to play it straight and it needed to be straddling the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that where if it was straddling the fourth wall, I think it would have played better cuz I appreciate what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Because it would have been I think really difficult to put all of these new, you know, updated requests that mm-hmm. obviously, you know, are coming from uh, producers or what have you into play, but the fact that it wasn't quite self-referencing enough, it, like, you, if you, it kind of felt inside baseball in the sense that if you don't know that this is what's going on because you have kind of an inside understanding mm-hmm. of the series, then you would absolutely not know. And his character just, and I mean, I know five minutes ago, I'm going to sound totally contradicting because five minutes ago I was talking about how we were like, these aren't full-fleshed characters, quote-unquote. <laughs> Flesh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These are full-fleshed full char- oh. full characters. Full-fleshed. I said fledged, but uh, okay. fleshed. Full-fleshed characters as well. Um, fleshed in, out. Yeah, fleshed out characters. In this case, in this particular case, I think that they could have gone a lot further with making him an actual Mm. character and not just an entire cliche on himself, unless they wanted to go so far into the cliche that it was basically... That you come out the other side. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I did... There was a lot of great comedy that came out of him being locked Mm. in in Sweet of bringing him ants on a log and wanting to talk about (laughs) his life story. I freaking love Sweet of What were you like as a kid? (laughs) And just big mean Carl. He and Deadly have both been so well used in this show. Yes, yes. I'm completely impressed with both of them. So, So unknown... As characters, yeah, yeah. but to the, but they've been used so much, and we've never really gotten tired of them. No, not at yeah. all. Especially deadly. Like deadly became like not just for Katie, but for <laughs> everybody. Like a fun, a fun character. He's Absolutely. everybody's sassy gay friend. I could see deadly. Was deadly on the red carpet Sunday night? He wasn't. Like I could see deadly covering E's red carpet. That would have been cute. No. Like oh that. my god. No, he he would Actually, be well, he the one been... talking about the fashion after the day after. Oh, he Yeah, oh like, my goodness. Joan River be... style. Oh, oh it's man. great. Like fashion police. I would can so we... see Deadly can on you fashion see police. That? Can... I want ABC get to work on that. Like, you had the Oscars my ABC. For that. Oh yeah. Oh my god, if Dead if they'd had Deadly as part of the Opening red carpets thing. Oh man! If they, if we thought that they had more faith in the Muppets, they might have done it. But I honestly think the fact that they aired this as a double mm. is yeah. a sign that like they didn't as have a, a strong faith. as a March finale as a yeah. March first finale. I, yeah, I mean, doesn't bode well. 
this is this of all the television seasons I've ever followed. This is the one where nothing's as it seems. They didn't cancel a show till like November. Like they just yeah, and that was Wicked City. Yeah, like w- this was the season where they would they would just stop orders or shorten orders and then not cancel anything for a while. Well, because they've realized like networks have realized that you don't need if you don't cancel if you let it finish a run, mm-hmm. you can put it on Hulu and yeah. keep the views coming. Yeah, you, you can sell like, it to Hulu. You can sell it to Amazon. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can at least get a completed thing and call it a limited series mm-hmm. and then you didn't cancel and you can get more money than just like yeah. there's more there's a market for those shows as opposed to just throwing it off the air mm-hmm. like Minority Report's not canceled but they definitely had a warehouse sale and sold all of the stuff <laughs> I have a friend who owns Dash's baseball cap so it's like I was invited to that it's not coming sale. back <laughs> probably not um, but okay so uh, like we all, we also were dealing with the the plus elevens. Uh, my, oh my one God. of my favorite moments tonight was um, these plus elevens are you know, getting a little too much. Yeah. I want permission to uh, maul the next one who asks me if I'm the bear from the revenant. A, that got me. It was a quick right. It was a quick. <laughs> that was it was quick. I wrote that, that got that me. moment too. It was that so, got me. It was so good. Bobo and all of this, like he passes out, like when he sees a twisted ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't That's, twisted. That, that even though she's a Muppet, they kept zooming in on that. And I'm like, oh, that was well. Okay. It was literally twisted. <laughs> it, it was ninety degrees. That ain't twisted anymore. Yes, yeah, it's twisted ninety, 90 no, degrees. No, no, no. That was. <laughs> it's a it's a Muppet. You don't really break. The sound effects said otherwise. <laughs> it was hard. bad. Speaking it of sound effects, I loved when Bobo passed out on Kermit because the <laughs> smack. On the table. That's awesome. Best sound mixing goes to. Um, yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, so there's the I I want to talk. Well, like go, going back to the the love storyline. Yeah. Um, we got to talk about the the whole like crew getting involved and Honeydew with <laughs> his <laughs> mathematical formula that for love. love Leads to show canceled. And I took a screenshot. Yeah. I found, I didn't find very much, but I found um, Sweetum's cousin doesn't go to college. That was on, on one. And, and then it's Piggy the squared plus Kermit it, squared. Yeah, it's P squared plus K squared. So we can Minus 91502, which is the. 506. 91506, which is the. Burbank zip code where uh, they shoot the, the show. studios is. <laughs> So that's a that actually could Which be a meta moment. Which is something you only know if you live in Burbank. That's kind of a meta moment. Yeah, will it lead to the cancellation? That's we, the couldn't, we couldn't read what else was on there though; it was too blurry. So if anyone has a very clear screen we cap of that. the whiteboard and knows what's written in the top right, there's like, like three blue. paragraphs yeah. of stuff. I wouldn't that be we surprised. Because in my mind, I was thinking like it's either something super meta of like why are you reading this, or. It's the plot to the whole story. It's the plot to the whole episode. It's in the just first. like you need a life. <laughs> um, hey, either. after buzz, <laughs> zoom in, <laughs> zoom in, one thousand percent to read this. Yeah. I would love that so much if it were like Steve, stop reading the whiteboard. <laughs> You're such a nerd, Steve from After Buzz TV. Nerd. Stop reading the whiteboard. <laughs> um, but so it starts to show itself when this leads to a cancellation. Um, for the musical guest. 
Yeah, mm. of course, Bruno Mars. So devastating. Bruno Mars. I mean, he wanted a piece of that piggy. Uptown funked him up. <laughs> Uptown funked him up. <laughs> yeah. We're out. Bye, guys. Yeah. All right. I win! That'll be it, Yay! though. No. Everyone, stop it. No. Because then we got Jack White as a result of all that. That was fantastic. We ran yes. through this, like, audition thing where, again, like, we just got, like, more classic The Menominaga. Yeah. Oh, I love the Which, Menomina But, again, this is where I get torn because I love Menomina. Menomina is perfect. Could he but they just... just sort of threw it in here as, like, a, hey, remember this? Whereas it could have, the way they ended the whole, the way they ended this season... They literally could have, after Pepe says, like, I'm on the plane with them and they're going to spend a bunch of time together, that would have been where to have the Menomina guy and then just end the seat. Because that that's kind of what the Menomina ending is. Is that, like, everything's kind of wrapped up. The question Menomina. is, what is a Menomina? <laughs> the question is, who cares? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's... I love, I love Phenomena. It's I, such a brilliant I know. song. Gonna, no, it is so phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love the little. I understand what you're saying. I happen to love the little inserts that throw us back. It's just a matter of how long they are, how many there are, and where do you place. I them. think that's what it is. I don't think that any particular one was bad. I think it's that there were so many that I, I felt like it was bogging it down. I think it would have probably been better if these sketches had been placed over the course of the season so it didn't feel like oh, last ditch effort throw all of our yes. nostalgia yeah. all at once it could have been like i appreciated it because it tickled my tickled my nostalgia but at the same time it could have been i think that there was room and if it co- hopefully comes back yeah. they can insert sketches throughout like every episode you have one or two throughout the episode that fits in with that context so you feel like it is a through line mm-hmm. and not just like, well, let's dump everything all at once. You know what I mean? Well, but if you notice, they only fall back on the old sketches when they're desperate, mm-hmm. when they're missing a musical number, Piggy right. and Kermit come out and do one for themselves, or we have to put this show together from a hospital, what are we going to do? Or we don't have a musical guest, what do? Here's the Menomina people. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is something that only comes out as a desperate measure. And if every show winds up being, here's a disaster for X reasons, bring in the what, yeah, then it gets to be a problem. But for this, I'm willing to buy it. Although, And that's... I think part of it is we had two episodes back to back. Although that's what the that's Muppet fair. Show was. Yeah. The Muppet Show, to a certain extent, was... A sketch show, it was a variety and then, show, yeah, yeah, variety show with a behind-the-scenes like option of here's why you're seeing what you're seeing, and sometimes the things go terribly wrong, and there's a through line that explains it. Yeah, it's that, SNL with backstage. Yeah, that I don't know. I feel like if all the episodes were like the the one we're talking about, fifteen, that I think we would have that we would have felt a different way from go about the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I w- like I want to see the show renewed and we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. a little bit. Stick around for news and gossip because I want I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure we discuss that and like take a look at some stuff. Um, but what this all leads to like Kermit's like uh, don't Not again. I'm spill everything. It's not Jeez. again. It's, it's a um, but what what it leads to Kermit's love and like not sure what to do. He's looking for a sign as Rolf was saying and he needs to find a musical guest and that's when he pulls up next to Jack White. Because why not? Because why not? Because uh, Hollywood. And this was such an awesome like plot line. Like I loved everything that. about once Jack White showed up on screen was 
awesome. Because, like, I thought our song was Froggy Went to Court. <laughs> she went to court. And, I mean, like, the fact that they're, they're friends and they have a song... By the way, I was I was saying to Katie when I'm like, this is Jack White. It's so silly to me that Jack White and Kermit the Frog are sitting on a park bench discussing whether Piggy like you love Piggy. Like it's Jack White. There's so many people where I would have been like, yeah, of course, the two of them are buddies and are hanging out yeah. and they're just talking about love. But it's Jack White, rock and roller legend. Okay, sure. I mean, I'm willing to I'm willing to accept that. I love it. I love that kind of weird. Juxtaposition almost. Yeah, and I feel it, like a lot of people, regardless of image, mm-hmm. the Muppets is their nostalgia. So mm. who's to say it's not his? They're like, hey, you want to be on the Muppets? Do a scene with Kermit? Yes. If yes, you way, don't love the Muppets, this is how they get somebody to get stars. Because if you don't yeah. love the Muppets, you have no soul. There That's I so said real. it. It's fair. It's true. But I, I think give allowances to people who did not grow up with the Muppets or haven't been exposed. Or no. grew up in no. countries that didn't no. have the If Muppets. you haven't seen it, I'll give you time to watch it. If you watch it for any period of time and still do not like it, no soul. Well, if their you, only experience is like Muppets in space. I'll give you a pass. But I mean, no, no, so. if they watched, if they watched Jimmy Fallon's show and then watched the finale of Jimmy Fallon's show, you're in. You've seen the Muppets. Okay. Or the, that song. Right. Yeah. Right. But the um, the thing about Jack White, by the way, it was less that I was so surprised that he himself did this show. I totally understand why he did that show, but I just thought it was an interesting choice of all the people they could have asked. To bring in someone like Jack White, and I very much approved of that decision, mm. because there there are certain people who are a little on the I guess softer side. I'll like say mm-hmm. who it feels like would have been more of a, a obvious pick, but I loved the fact that I thought it was a fun kind of twist that it was you know rock and roller Jack White and <laughs> because he's such a badass to have it next to such innocence and like lovingness is like Kermit talking about his love life with Piggy I thought that was great I mean I that, that's the thing is like when you if you, you could easily go with somebody that's like could have a heart to heart and like what this show has done well with their guest stars is just hitting you with like a classic clash of context like scenario with mm-hmm. all of their guest stars like when you have <laughs> Jason Bateman who everyone like thinks of as this like super nice guy, great yeah. comedian, probably very easy to get along with, comes in and is just a huge dick. That's to yeah, Kermit. that's great. That's like, funny. It's perfect because it ca- it surprises us. And Jack White being exactly. this like guy on a park bench, like it's the perfect surprise because it's not where you expect it to exactly. go. Exactly. Talking to Kermit about yeah. and it makes you like him. Yeah. It makes and you love him. That the two of them singing fell in love with a girl like <laughs> like at each at each other in the car. Awesome. <laughs> I just kept going, watch the road, watch the road. <laughs> I love the, like, I loved also, like, you're just going to ride with me? What about your car? He's like, oh, someone will get it. Because <laughs> there are so many, people Look, who, so many people out here who live their lives like that. Jack White, <laughs> like, he's got a guy for that. Yeah, like, he's got a guy for all of the things, I'm he's sure. Just, like, even if he doesn't need to go back for the car, he's like, eh, I'll have somebody get back to, the, <laughs> to it tomorrow. That was funny. Um, but, um... I just wrote down on my sheet of paper once they got into the studio, greatest musical performance yet. I was getting chills. I loved it during his performance. That's why I had to open with it because it was really it, great. The the like the guitar riffs on this song, like to start it off, Doctor Teeth's piano. I mean, I know it's not like the <laughs> Muppet playing the piano because it's so perfectly done, but it's just like all like the full band. <laughs> I want a full recording of that, of that song version. Yeah, in my version. life. Great cover. Because I will play it on a loop 
for days. That can be Damn. the B-side of the Rolf EP. <coughs> I honestly liked Willie Nelson's better. I did too. I mean, Willie Nelson was good. Like, it was a good cameo. Like, his was fun. But this was like, I got, I got excited. I got excited by this song. I understand More that. than I have mm-hmm. for, for any other musical guest. Like, some of them have been good. Maybe Dave Grohl versus Animal. That was, that was, that was That to me was the highlight of the that musical was, guests of the show. I agree with that. that. Yeah. All brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, and then we got, so well, we got to talk about the big ending. Of course. On the plane. Kermit runs up with her pre-flight Oh, yeah, I had no idea that airlines didn't do pre-flight calzones. Yeah. We also didn't talk about Yolanda, and I wanted to throw out... Oh, yeah. yeah. God bless Yolanda. That was really... That was cute. That was a cute little... Uh, the ring on her... The wrist. Uh, on the wrist. That was a cute little moment. But anyway, oh, yes. I loved her being a vocal mimic. Oh, that geez. made no, me that was so ridiculously happy. <laughs> that was that's such an absurd thing. Who came up with it? But I love it, and I love that it was her. Well, they needed the plot device for the episode mm. to work. Yeah, but, but I just it was love that it was glorious. her. You oh, know, yeah. I used oh, to yeah. date a parrot. <laughs> he taught me how to do it. But uh, pre calzones, pre flight calzones. <laughs> I, I mean, that would be no. Actually, I was about to say that would be a great thing. No, you are trapped in the sky with like. Several like hundred people and all eating calzones. Not even the pizza smell. It's the result of the pizza. Well, smell. I mean, are you talking about pre-flight calzones for everybody? Yeah, that that'll be disastrous. Pre-flight calzones for you? That's fine. Oh for yeah, you. for me. But like, I, in theory, if, if they served them, even oh, if oh, it no, takes someone like Piggy to not realize that no one else has one, or to not care because obviously she gets one, she's Miss Piggy, and no one else has that privilege. Yeah, and Like, cute. there's just that 1% mental block right there. But that cute moment of realizing that, you know, he does this for her, and then the Ampian joke with the, like, two glasses of champagne. Chardonnay, <laughs> yeah. That knocks her out. Let's talk about this. I've taken an Ambien and two glasses of Chardonnay to wash it down, so... Oh, wait, maybe we shouldn't talk about this. And this is definitely the second wow things hit her quickly joke mm. in two episodes because it took like 30 seconds tops for that to occur both for the morphine mm. and for the ambient the morphine supposed to be slow release the morphine that's pretty accurate like you mm. count 35 back from 10 seconds and like yeah, you're morphine, down you're... Morphine. if well, anything she was i didn't think that was morphine Mor- well morphine can like if it's like out. right into your system yeah, yeah if it's a drip because she's got it on a drip if she's oh, pressing clicker, a button. Yeah. And, yeah, if you, if, and if you hit that button enough, they it stops dripping. She basically hit that, like, because those buttons, like, are they don't just keep going. Like, they, mm. they are, do have a, a mechanical limit to make sure you don't kill yourself. Yeah. Um, but if you just keep hitting it a bunch of times, it will just give you a whole bunch of pain meds, like, at once. Mm. Cool. Are we speaking from experience? No, I've actually never been on. I just like, but I've watched enough medical shows, (laughs) and those are accurate. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, don't mess with Doctor House. Yeah, she um, she went down real quick. She's she's not the most. uh, She a lightweight. She doesn't have a lot of tolerance. Yeah, put it Mm. that way. But But that's okay. Only like three feet high. It's fair. I mean, compared to her body mass, I think two Ambien and two 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 Ambien and a Chardonnay. Two Chardonnays. Two Chardonnays. An Ambien and two Chardonnays. Yeah, the other way. 
an ambient and two Chardonnays, I think, compared to a body weight. It's probably about right. Yeah, they don't, you know, they don't have any organs, so it just goes through really quickly, just, just right up and down. I will have to challenge Daniela Graf in the chat room who says, you realize calzone contains pig meat. Not necessarily. Vegetarian Other, calzones. You could have a veggie Bone. calzone, or you could have a beef calzone. I think any... any I've had any, a chicken calzone once, I think. Yeah, you can have you chicken calzones. have a vegan calzone if you tried hard it's enough. Called, I mean, that wouldn't be soup. a calzone. That would be a lie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I actually had vegan cookies today that were amazing. No, they uh, were those can be real good. No, they were they can we be had really odd pastries that were glued together with some mystery substances. <laughs> I had sugar cookies that were made with applesauce and homemade icing, and they were good. Listen, I am not vegan, but I've had some damn good vegan cookies in my time. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and I've occasionally had vegan meals that are like, I don't understand. <laughs> either way. Um, yeah. But... Uh, then we get we, the the end, and we gotta discuss. Like we gotta make make calls on this. So, because uh, Piggy, like we don't know what she was gonna say. Uh, no, we don't. Our relationship's always been a complicated one, Kermit, and that's why. And I so Honestly? I think I think it's time to I think we do I think we need to just call this predictions yep. right now. Are we skipping news and gossip? And now well, we can do that. I can change the order. You're if I want breaking to. tradition. I am the Kermit of this show. Tradition. Tradition. <laughs> All right. So what do you guys think? Does Piggy want to get back together with Kermit or no? What was she gonna say? I honestly don't care one way or another this is... because we're going to come back and it's going to be break sure occurred and it's just going to be here is the noodle incident that was their vacation and mm. we'll reference it but we'll never get to see it. So well, I'm just kind of like... But either they're together see... or not. Yeah, but we're going to go straight into the aftermath of that either way so I'm not going to spend too much time worrying about what it's going to be because I know we're going to walk in at the end. That is well, true. Uh, yeah, I think what, what he's asking is, by the at the end of it, are they together or not? Is the question. Yeah. Again, I just that that part of my you're brain just saying has you just shut can't off. make a call. She doesn't All care. Right. She just wants to see the Muppets in a show. Bingo! Exactly. This is one of but the few shows we, where I will not sink down s- a ship war. We're not. No one's saying like, don't renew the Muppets. Renew the Muppets. Renew Hashtag the Muppets. Renew the Muppets. Like, come on. But I'm saying like, end of the day, season two, episode one. Kermit and Piggy holding hands dating or Kermit and Piggy working together? Uh, okay, well, I'm expecting it to be nuclear fallout either which way because if they're not back together and they spend however long together, holy cow, that's a disaster. Mm. And if they are back together and they spend however long together, it's these two. It's going to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. So either which way, we're going to have some form of nuclear fallout to deal with when they come back. Right. So I'm not wor- too worried about how we get there. Because I know we're getting there eventually anyway. Right. Well, I, like I said, I very much feel like eventually they are going to end up back together. The big question, I guess, is whether or not throughout season two they want to make it a just kidding, will they, won't they again and extend that. Or <sighs> if they want to make it, yes, they got back together and now here are all the trials and tribulations that come with working with your significant other in this context. So to me, it's really just a matter of how much they want to st- stretch out the inevitable because in my mind like I said I've said this a million times I don't think there's any question as to whether or not they're inevitably going to get back together it's they're Kermit and Piggy they are one and the same at a certain point like they're they're an entity in the same way like I said Mickey and Minnie there are certain things that 
they ex- they are creation was together and they exist as a like as a unit together and as much as we want to like pretend that breaking them apart actually furthers things i think that the whole reason they did it was to inevitably bring them back yeah I, and i think it was written this way so they could come back however they want yeah yeah, that, that's, that's the vagueness they left here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is the showrunner's attempt to get the show back. Mm-hmm. For because two. he can yeah. sell them to show. He can sell them whatever show they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, have, so I, I think Piggy was going to say we're going to be friends, though. I, because I don't think either character grew enough by being apart. That I would, hmm. I would rather they... Because what they never did was got closure with each other and actually moved forward as characters, that I would like for them to spend two months in Thailand as friends. Yeah. And then come back either as a couple or not. Yeah, I think it would be very interesting to see them come back and maybe, like, this is now Kermit sort of longing for it, Mm. reverse roles, so that Piggy's, like, seeing somebody else. (laughs) We get, like, another frog. Mm -hmm. Just, like, straight (laughs) up reverse it. Um, so we've only got a couple minutes left to finish out this season for the after show, and I think we need to spend it in news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Because unfortunately, the ratings, I mean, we don't know what tonight's episode mm-hmm. looked like, and yeah. that'll be a big factor in whether or not ABC wants to bring the show back. But the ratings, like as, as far as last week's episode are concerned, it's not great. Like, they, they pulled in, I think, live, like, 1.3. And okay, like yeah. that's what I'm seeing on TV by the numbers, and or, it's that's not, not good enough. Like that was the thing. Like they fired the showrunner mm-hmm. who was doing a great job, especially for a first season. Mm. Yeah, with massive expectations from everyone. With I, with an unknown intellectual property. ABC yeah. was unsatisfied with what they were getting, and I don't think that the ratings have really gone up. To the point where they, they haven't, yeah, no. they they have well gone up. They haven't gone. Up, I don't think they've gone up at all. But like, they definitely aren't like seeing the numbers in a way that they're like, oh, this is definitely ever new. That said, it's still done very well for them, and the, no one's going to shun the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's at the end of the day, this isn't going to come. If it does come back, it's not going to be because the writings blew them out of the water. No. That we can all safely say. Yeah. yeah, it will be because they feel that the Muppets has a built-in audience that it's done well enough for them where if they give them one more shot, they can really finalize what they want to do and play with it more. And that at the end of the day, because it's such a pre-established fan base and the Muppets will never die, you can revamp it as many times Mm -hmm. as you want and still expect people to come back. It's not like certain, if you're building a show from the ground up where you have to buy, like, convince an audience to continue coming back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Also, in typical Disney fashion, this will be lateral integration. Just like the first season, we were saying this, well, I wasn't in the room, but we were saying this the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Of will they, won't they, we're not sure. It wasn't, like, it didn't pick up till the end. It's worth more than just the ratings on the show. The Muppets being out there in existence is also going to drive theme park attendance because there are Muppet Mm -hmm. things to do there. Not anymore. They're killing Muppets 3D. (laughs) I'm very upset about it. We're going to get a Muppets land. Yeah, and Muppet 3D has been gone for a while in Disneyland. Like, there really aren't any Muppet attractions left in the parks. Well, either way, Muppets is a massive merchandise seller. I was going to say, it's it's less about... Yeah, it's less about theme park, and I think it's more about merchandise. It's more about the things that they, as a brand, sell. 
Yeah, I think it's more, uh, hopefully I think Disney sees it as more valuable than just the show. Mm -hmm. And just keeping it on the air at all will be helpful to them, their overall. So I do think there's a very good shot. The best thing you guys can do is keep hitting, keep tweeting uh, at ABC, at the Muppets on ABC, on Twitter, at the Muppets, like all those places mm -hmm. to make sure people know. Hashtag renew the Muppets. And last thing, uh, you can also help us. Yes. And believe it or not, like TV networks do look at things like podcasts and mm -hmm. Twitter and all those things to, see, to gauge yeah. reactions. So hit us up with an iTunes review in the meantime. And we won't be able to shout anybody more out, but I want to shout out the people that we had left in yes. our last moments. Mm -hmm. uh, Sam Kayla, who says, awesome show. And Spartan C63, Unmatched passion for the Muppets. Well played. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and Spartan, Katie, you appreciate it. They say Uncle Deadly is just the best. Yes. Um, yeah. And so, guys, yes. that's. I mean, that's that's gonna be it. Does, for... does TV by the numbers have a renew index on it yet? It's not. Good. Okay. It's not. <laughs> you're not gonna bring it. Up. It's two two sad faces. Um, oh. And so, guys, I think that's gonna do it for AfterBuzz TV's The Muppets After Show. Here. On AfterBuzz TV, I'm just repeating stuff. Now. Yeah, it's been a long <laughs> season, and I really hope we get another one next year. Absolutely, yes. Um, I thank, like, I want to say thank you guys so much to my panel. You guys have been awesome. It's been a blast. I really love this panel. It's been so much fun. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Just mup, Muppet fan fanning out every Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Blast. Oh, definitely. So thank you, Autumn. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Katie. Absolutely. It's been fun. So until next season, because yeah. yes. I will be in ah. denial that the ratings <laughs> were bad, uh, where can everyone find you? Let's start on the other end. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. It's mostly Disneyland and cat pictures, so if that's your speed. Um, I am on so many shows. Arrow is on break. It'll be back. Uh, Blind Spot is coming back, actually, right now. Ooh. So that's a thing. And Robots in Disguise is also back Sunday nights. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, at Steve Kaufman. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm also on Snapchat, Steve underscore Kaufman, but I only... I'm also on Instagram, Steve underscore Kaufman, but I only Instagram on Thursdays. I don't Snapchat. And I do a lot of shows here at AfterBuzz, <laughs> and I tweet about them regularly. Hey guys, I am Autumn Chicklis. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at my name, Autumn Chicklis. I also do a lot of different shows here. I'm on Popcorn Talk. You can find me. I'm going to be doing some Inside the Documentary soon. Awesome. So uh, hit me up. I'd love to talk. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. A whole bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Be sure to check out the YouTube. I've got some fun comedy TV discussion things coming down the pipeline in a few weeks. So until next season... I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 